I'm Haley. And I'm Allie. And this is Two Kids and a Broadway Star. Let's get together, yeah, yeah, yeah. Two is twice as nice as one. Let's get together right away. We'll be having twice the fun. And you can always count on me. A groovy twosome we will be. episode are Chris and Clay Rice Thompson. Chris and Clay, Chris and Clay, hard to say. <laughs> Two Broadway stars. We met Chris a couple of years ago at BroadwayCon when I was wearing a Book of Mormon cosplay. And Chris was in Book of Mormon. And he was super nice and let us sing our favorite song from the show, Ding Dong. <laughs> and then during the pandemic, we learned that Chris and Clay spent a lot of time with family basically down the street from us during the shutdown and we knew we had to invite them on. Chris is currently touring with Hamilton and was in Pretty Women in Book of Mormon on Broadway, and he toured in West Side Story with Clay. Who has toured with West Side Story, Wicked, Jesus Christ Superstar, and Oliver, and has been in King Kong, Matilda, and Newsies on Broadway. So we have our questions. We have our first two kids in a Broadway couple. Ellie, are you ready? Ready. Hi, Chris and Clay. Hi. Hi! That intro was awesome. Thank you. <laughs> you crushed it. You got the resumes down. It was so fun to listen to. You're already off to a great start. Thank you for having us. So we feel like we have a lot in common with you. Haley was just cast in a regional production of Matilda, and we live right near the Book of Mormon story. And our first director, John Barthelmas, actually directed you, Clay, in a show when you were a kid. Yes. That's so fun. Wait, who are you going to be in Matilda? Oh, I got cast as um, Alice Pumpernickel and Matilda Understudy. <laughs> nice. Congrats. That's Thank so you. fun. Oh, I love Alice. So, Clay, John told us he remembers you playing Aladdin. Do you remember this? <laughs> that is the show. When you said his name, I was like, oh, my gosh. He directed my production of Aladdin, which Chris actually saw a, like, not bootleg of, but, like, the recording of <laughs> Um, so my parents have a recording of the show and when they came to visit us when we were doing West Side Story they brought the DVD like kind of as a joke and they played it and now Chris is showing a video right now that's me as Aladdin <laughs> that's so funny I haven't seen any of Clay's old performances but that's him in the song Prince Ali and actually when they did the magic carpet there was a girl that played the magic carpet and she oh, just laid down in front of them while they were flying it's very cute yeah yes so chris how did you get started in theater um well initially um i went to a big church growing up that did this big mega musical every uh easter it was about jesus and there was <laughs> fire and a big choir and i was just like this is awesome i loved it um and then um i started doing kids theater when i was around seven or eight um, doing like, you know, Broadway type musicals. And um, yeah, I was always in love with it. I think initially though, like Disney movies are what got me into uh, like liking like singing and uh, kind of storytelling through music. And I think that is kind of what led me to, you know, kind of pursue it long-term. And then when I, my first professional show I saw was Beauty and the Beast on tour. And I was probably like 13. And that's when I realized that you could go like you can make money and you could work as an actor professionally. And not that it's about the money, but it's good to know that I couldn't just do it for fun. I could do it as a job. That was cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like, ooh, you can do this and there's money too. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. 
play. Was Aladdin your first show or did you start before then? I did a couple of shows before that. So there was a local community theater that I did some shows with. My first show that I did was like a review musical. So we did like numbers from a bunch of different shows. Um, and I remember that I was, I played Prince Eric in um, the Little Mermaid section Aww. where all we did was kiss the girl. So I just like sat in the canoe <laughs> and like did nothing. So that was my claim to fame. She don't say a word and she won't say a word until you kiss the girl. Sha la 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 la, don't be scared. You got the mood prepared. Go on and kiss the girl. Sha la 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 la, don't stop now. Um, and then what else did I do? I was like Burt Healy in the Annie section. So like the do 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 do. So I had I had a couple lines in that one. Um, but yeah, that's kind of how I got started was doing, excuse me, doing little shows here and there. Um, Such and hum then humble beginnings, yes. playing the prince who sits there. Yeah. And the guy who has a couple lines. Yeah. You're, you're working your way up. And then, um, yeah. And then I was like, okay, I really want to do this. So I started taking voice lessons and I got into dance class and again, kind of realized like I can do this long-term and it can be a job. Um, and so, yeah, that's kind of how I got started. So we just, just did, did Little Mermaid. Mermaid. No way. Yeah, I was scheduled. She was flounder. Fun. <laughs> Lead roles, both of you. That's awesome. Thanks. You did better than me with my zero lines. <laughs> so now you've both been on Broadway and on tour, which is crazy. So is there one that you like more than the other? Oh, gosh, that's so hard. Um, I think there are pros and cons with both. Yeah. Like when we first met, um, Clay had tour when he was younger and Oliver as a kid, but it was our first like tour as adults. And that was really fun because we were both, I was right out of college. He ended up leaving college to go on tour. And we got to like, we got paid to see America and to travel around and perform. And that was like, perfect. Um, it was so cool. And now it's interesting, like it's like 10 years later and we're, I'm traveling now and now we're married and it's, uh, harder to be away from your person. Like Clay's visiting right now where I'm performing um, at the moment, but it's hard to be away from your person. We have an apartment back home, but I'm also making uh, money to support our relationship and to support our life in New York. So um, they definitely have their pros and cons. And then Broadway is awesome because you get to live in one spot. Um, um, but then it's kind of like, it's like this, not same old, same old, but after you do a show for a long time, it's like, uh, there's not as much variety as when you're playing different theaters with different backstage crews, things like that. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of a things we like about both and there's hardships with both. What would you say, yeah. Clay? No, I, that's exactly it. There's touring is fun because you get to see the world. And like when he said with West Side Story, we toured all over America. We went to Canada, we went to Japan. Yeah. So we've gotten to go some cool places on tours um, where on Broadway, you're only in New York, but on Broadway, you get to like have a home to go to rather than like going back to a hotel or an Airbnb. Yeah. Um, so you can kind of establish like your home and your home base of your community, your people in New York um, as well. So we just saw that you moved into an awesome new apartment in New York, hashtag goals. Is that yeah. hard being away already <laughs> from the awesome apartment? <laughs> It is. it is. I mean, we, it took us a while to, whenever you grow up a little bit and you have your own apartment, um, sometimes it takes forever for furniture to be delivered. So one thing, just a little tidbit, <laughs> um, sometimes you have to wait a while. So we waited a bit for some furniture to be delivered. So we had some things arrive like three days before I left. So I haven't got to be in the apartment with a lot of that awesome furniture. And like, now that it's like done, mm -hmm. um, 
So I've a couple of times worked out for me to go back on a couple of days off to be there, but it is hard being away. We built this kind of dream apartment together and it's hard to be away right away, but I know it's there. And I know when Clay's there, he has a great home. Um, he can spend time in, but yeah, I'm excited. We love Halloween specifically like Disney Halloween. So not super scary, but like fun, <laughs> cute Halloween. And so, um, I'm flying back. We're gonna have a little Halloween party with our New York friends soon. Yes. And Clay's birthday's um, on Halloween too. So that helps. Yeah. Yeah. So Chris, you just started performing again with Hamilton. So congratulations on being back on stage. That's pretty Thank crazy. You. During COVID and all that. So how was your first night back? Magical, I'd assume. Oh yeah. Very magical. It's also like absolutely crazy. Um, I mean, in our lifetime, Broadway has never stopped except for maybe like a power outage for one night or like bad weather with snow or something. It's never just stopped. So it was really interesting to have over a year away from um, you know, the big stages. So um, getting to get back into it was crazy. It was like a lot of mind games. Like, am I gonna be good enough? Am I gonna remember all the steps? And thankfully um, I made it to opening night. And when I got to go on for the first time, it was just so exciting. But I woke up that day really nervous, but not because I didn't feel prepared, but just because I was so excited. And um, it was, it was exactly what you said. It was magical. And Clay got to be in the audience. Oh, and that it was, was so good. So fun. I saw before the pandemic happened, I saw his very first show that he did in Hamilton. And then after the pandemic, I saw his very show, very first show back in the show. So that was really cool to be in the audience for both of well them. Well done, Clay. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of Hamilton shows. Yeah. Yeah. So how did you keep busy during the shutdown? That's a great question. So we started in Toronto, Canada, where Chris's tour was, and we did a lot of puzzles and we played a lot of games and we Zoomed with our friends a lot. So that was really nice. I was so thankful for Zoom. I know like Zoom, you probably did Zoom for school, which made it not as fun maybe, but we got to see our friends and that was our way to connect with our friends back in New York. Um, and our friends in London. We got to see our friends pretty often via Zoom, which was super, super helpful um, to like stay connected to our friends, even though we couldn't see them in person right away. Um, and then we went to Rochester and we spent some time with my mom and my dad. And I would say we worked out a lot too in Rochester. We, we did would, work like, out. We could go to uh, like Clay's mom's basement. She has like a little workout machine. So we did that a lot. We did like workouts on zoom with our friends mm -hmm. um we also i got tiktok we made a lot of tiktok videos and <laughs> yes we did a lot of that yes. the pandemic. <laughs> um and then then there's this theater in massachusetts that we have taught at a lot and that i've choreographed some stuff at and chris's choreographed stuff and they invited us out there to teach their kids and so we got to go out there and teach some classes and we got to perform a little bit which was really nice to like continue performing throughout the pandemic. Um, we did some like concerts in uh, in a uh, parking lot outside, mm -hmm. which was different and exciting. Um, but yeah, we thank, we were very thankful for them to host us in performing. So we got to perform throughout the pandemic. Yeah, we feel very lucky for that. So like you said, you spent some time of that in our area, which is right near the book, where the Book of Mormon was found. <laughs> Chris, you were in Book of Mormon and Clay was basically born right where the story is from. It is not the in the holy land of Rochester, New York. Oh. It is the holy land of Palmyra, New York. Yeah. Oh. So, have you visited Hill Kamara? Well, we, we did drive to it at one point. And I think it was like 
closed. I'm not sure if it was, it wasn't like during the pageant, but it, we, I drove by and I took some pictures for sure. And I yeah, think my we cast did members. It's so funny. It's like, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying it's funny, like making fun of it. It's just crazy that this thing I didn't know about before I did the show to see in real life and only a few minutes away from Clay's home in Rochester. It was just so fun. Yeah, I saw it. I went to drive yeah. there um, right after I saw the show for the yeah. first time. It's a funny, funny show, right? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Some people were um, eyeballing us in the audience because they thought we were too young to see it. Yeah, we got so many death stares. <laughs> and they tried to kick us. And the second time I shot the show, they tried to kick uh, me and my mom out. Oh, no way. Like, You're too young. Yeah, they tried to kick us out. The audacity. Yeah, the audacity. I've seen this before. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah, I just listened to the cast album like Yeah, we just wanted a booster seat. Yeah. I'm gonna take you back to biblical times, 1823. An American man named Joe living on a farm in the Holy Land of Rochester, New York. You mean the Mormon prophet Joseph Smith? That's right, that young man spoke to God. He spoke to God? And so God you've Joe both been in shows with huge fan bases, Book of Mormon and Newsies, and now Hamilton. Does it feel different performing in a show where you know the audience already loves it so much? Um, let me tell you, it does, because I also did a not so hit show, Pretty Woman, and that was closing. Like when I got, when I was in rehearsals, we found out I was going to close. So I was only in it for a couple of weeks. Um, and that show was like, I hope they like it every night. I hope they enjoy it. And I know that they would. It's a fun show, but it's not one that has a built in fan base like the ones you mentioned. And let me tell you, post pandemic, or like, I guess mid pandemic, but post opening after the pandemic, it is uh, the audiences here in Atlanta, where we are right now, are on fire. Like everyone gets entrance applause, including like Eliza and George Washington. And um, it's insane. A lot of numbers in Hamilton, like they don't really like, there's not like a big button at the end where people clap, they kind of bleed from one number into the next number. The audience knows and they clap when the number ends and they hoot and holler and it's, it's really exciting. Yeah, because the energy from the audience helps people on stage have more energy because they know that yeah. they really enjoy it. Absolutely. It's very true. Mm -hmm. And we're about to go back, uh, me later this month and her in October, we're going to go back and see Broadway shows for the first time since the pandemic. What are you going to see? Um, I'm seeing Six in Hades Town. Oh, cool. so good. I haven't seen either of them, but either. I want to so bad. How are you? Oh yeah, I'm actually seeing Six in Hades Town too. I thought you were seeing oh, a different show. No, so. no, 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 no. Yeah. I, oh yeah, yeah, that was for Broadway Camp. Yeah. I thought you were seeing a third show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want to see both of them. Maybe I'll come and see them with you. <laughs> I went to school with Adriana. She's um one of the leads in Six. She has the black and gold costume with like the big curly hair. We graduated together and it's a class at eight. So it's so fun to see her now on billboards and Times Square. It's crazy. She used to come to my house for Thanksgiving. Oh, and no. now she's uh, on Broadway. I'm also seeing Wicked. Told I love Wicked. Oh, that's so going to be a fun one. It's good to see me, isn't it? And the crowd's going to be like, yeah. Yes, yeah. Wicked is so fun. So you seem really supportive of each other and really happy. So we heard you have a really great proposal story. Story time! Yes. <laughs> Gather around. Oh my gosh, yes. We were actually just talking about it a few minutes ago. Yeah, so we were in New York and, well, no, actually, I was out of town doing a show in Chicago and Chris was in New York. I came back from that gig and Chris was like, hey, this photographer reached out to me and he wants to do a photo shoot in Central Park. So just like get dressed, like wear a nice shirt and come to Central Park and we'll like 
do this photo shoot and it'll be fun and we'll get to just take pictures in the trees and stuff. And so we're walking through Central Park and we're taking pictures in different locations. And after like the morning of we were walking there, I kind of had an idea that he was going to propose. But I was I mean, so angry because that he told me that now because I worked so hard to keep him a surprise. But I thought he was going to do it like just taking pictures. So we're like walking through Central Park and we went to a couple different locations and it didn't happen. So I was like, okay, maybe that was all in my head. Maybe he's not proposing. And then we turned the corner and as soon as I heard the music and he pulled me over, I knew exactly what was happening. <laughs> tell us your story. Russell. Oh my gosh, Planning I was it. nervous. I was so nervous. Not that you were going to say no. It was just like, it's just a big life moment that you like, you know, you hear about from a very early age, you're going to propose or get proposed to. And uh, it's like that big life moment's happening. I also was managing like 30 different people, trying to keep it a secret, as well as your parents coming in and traveling in to be a part of it as well as four different videographers and the guy running sound. It was just a lot. So, but all to lead to the very special moment that where I got to ask you to marry me. And it was, I'm honestly really thankful we filmed it because um, it was a big flash mob in Central Park. And I'm thankful that we filmed it because it's fun to see, to go back and look at anytime you want because it was such a great moment, but it kind of was a blur because I had a lot of anticipation for it. So I'm really thankful it was filmed so we can go back and watch it. And we do that occasionally. <laughs> so how did you- how did you find people in practice? And like, like how did you do it secretly? <laughs> well, thankfully, Clay was away for a couple months with that show in Chicago. So we did it when he was away. And we just asked all of our friends. So every single dancer in it is someone we know um, and have done shows with and done concerts with and yeah, all like Broadway friends. So that was great. It was a pretty Broadway packed uh, proposal. Yeah. Oh, that's like something out of a fairy tale. Just saying. <laughs> So Clay, did you ever think that he'd do something as huge as a flash mob in Central Park? I mean, no. I mean, I, in hindsight, I'm like, of course he would. He's like, he does the YouTube videos and everything is like a big production. So I don't know why I didn't think I wasn't like, oh, of course you, you're gonna do a flash mob. But I mean, again, in hindsight, I'm like, oh, duh. But at the time <laughs> I did not think, I was just like, oh, we're gonna do a cute photo shoot. It's gonna be just us in Central Park. And then like 30 of our friends come out like of hiding behind bushes and a hot dog cart. And then my parents came out, it was so fun. Oh my gosh, it was like a, like you said, it was like a fairy tale, a dream. Mm -hmm. We just watched the video. Oh, yeah. Oh, now I wanna go rewatch it. <laughs> hey Thompson, would you please marry me? Yeah. <laughs> Kids like us who want to be on Broadway someday. Yeah, solid question. I mean, I would say that a million things. So be prepared. So when you go into any audition, be as prepared as you can be. Because if you know the scripts that they gave you inside and out, that gives more opportunity for you for them to give you notes and for changes in the room. Um, so that when you go in the room and if you you're just reading the words off the page and you're holding the page in front of your face. They can't see your expression and they can't see what's happening. Uh, so I would say just be as prepared as you can. And also be nice, be a good person because you never know who you're working with or who's in the room or even just walking down the street. If 
you bump into somebody and you give them a dirty look and then you walk into the audition room and they're behind the table. Like you never know who people are. And people I've done shows with have choreographed me in shows or have directed me in shows. So always just be a good person and be nice um, because it just makes your life and your career easier. Yeah. My first, and my first piece of advice was that be a nice person. Nobody likes to work with a jerk. So yeah, that's, and that's easy, not easy to do. It's not always easy to be nice, but just to like make it a part of your life. You know, your, yeah. your life, uh, even outside of theater will be better if you're just a kind person. I would also say that um, people your age and people alive now have such a uh, unique opportunity that generations before us didn't have. You have YouTube and like the internet with all the things out there. Like you can learn so much about musical theater and about the history of shows and not just the crazy popular shows, what shows were popular 10 years ago or 20 years ago. And learning about musical theater will make you really knowledgeable and will inform you and help you uh, have more awesome things to pull from and more knowledge to uh, pull from when you're in an audition or in a show. So just coming in with like a knowledge of the business I think is helpful. So I just recently saw a movie, it's called Feel the Bee um, and um, this girl is auditioning for a for a Broadway show, and um, there's this old lady walking down the street, and it's pouring rain, and she has to get to an audition, so she takes the cab and doesn't let the lady in. But then when she's at the audition, she realized that lady was the casting director. Oh, wow, yeah. that's so that's such a New York moment. That's yeah, really. probably is based off of a true story. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> then she gets kicked out. Oh no. We had, a, we had a friend who choreographed actually King Kong on Broadway and he's British. So no one really knew him when he came over here and he was warming up. And he looks, he doesn't look like he would direct and choreograph a Broadway show. He looks young. He's, yeah, he looks young. Um, so if you're like picturing like a Broadway director, you would picture maybe somebody a little bit older, but he's close to our age. Um, yeah, so go ahead. So he's like warming up and then some dancers come in to sign in and they start bad mouthing the choreographer. And like, cause they didn't know what he looked like. And then when it was like 10, 10 a.m. time for the audition to start, he stood up and was like, all right, everyone, my name is Drew. I'm choreographing and doing the show. So um, come into the audition room. And they were like, oh. I don't even know if they stayed for the audition. I would have left. No, I, they stayed. Yeah. But he was saying that they were like, yeah, this guy coming from London, like, who does he think he is? Like, leave the leave choreographing to us. Like, we got this. Wow. And then they got into the room and he was like, well, I know exactly who those people were that were talking bad about me, having knowing nothing about me. Yeah. Like, why am I not capable of directing and choreographing a Broadway show? And so it yeah. was like, yikes. Yeah, like you said in that girl in the movie, you, know, you never know who you're dealing with. So always, if you're just a nice person, then you won't have to worry about that, you know? Yeah, so we asked all our guests to choose a charity and our parents make a donation as a thank you for being on our podcast. You guys oh. picked the Ukulele Kids Club, which sounds extra awesome because we both yeah. play ukulele. Can you tell us about it? I didn't know that. Yeah. That's so cool to make ukulele, that's great. Well, the Ukulele Kids Club is a great organization that um, works with kids who are in hospitals and they provide them ukuleles and uh, music therapy for them. It gives them something to look forward to, something to work on, and it creates a positive experience because as you know, music brings us together and they really believe in that. So. Um, the money that they raise goes to bring joy to kids who are kind of stuck in hospitals and things like that. So they're a great organization. Our friend Abby works with them and that's how we were that's how we first found out about it. And it's a great organization. I encourage all of you listening to check it out if you need to make some donations maybe this holiday season. Check them out. Ukulele Kids Club, they're really great. Yeah, 
because music spreads happiness and some people yeah, really sure really need happiness. Yeah. And we'll put a link in our show notes to donate for everybody yeah, watching. Sure. Listening. Yeah, thank you for doing that. <laughs> so we end every episode of Two Kids with a lightning round of fun questions. Okay. Oh, I'm excited, but I'm also kind of nervous because lightning rounds make me nervous. Me too. But this time we thought we'd put you on the spot and have you answer for each other. Ooh. Ooh. Okay, okay, here we go. I'm nervous. Are you in? Oh, oh. <laughs> you have to be, so it works. <laughs> Start the clock. Chris, what is Clay's favorite food at Disney World? Um, I would say uh, LeFou's Brew is one of the things at Gaston's Tavern. Uh -huh. I would say that. She said food, though. Oh, okay, that's so a drink. Food. Um, mm -hmm. Cinnamon roll at Gaston's Tavern? <laughs> what was it? <laughs> I like the mini corn dogs. Like uh, yes. I kind of want you to do that every time someone gets it wrong. Okay. 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 Can I do that? I'll do the I'll do the ding 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 if someone gets it right. Okay. Okay. Clay, what is Chris's dream role? Dream role. He wants to play Bert in Mary Poppins. He wants to what's another one? Um uh Billy Lawler in um 42nd Street. Mm -hmm. And he wants to originate something like play his own something that's like written for him. Ding, 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 ding. All were perfect. Good job. <laughs> I win. <laughs> that round. No. Chris, what is Clay's favorite movie? Ooh, he actually, whenever time, I've asked him this before, and he doesn't have one, but he likes a lot of movies. He likes Bridesmaids and he likes Finding Dory. I think I probably too. Yeah. Yes. Ding, ding, ding. I like happy movies, like yeah. anything that's yeah. like a comedy. I don't yes. need something like dramatic and old. I'm like, just make me laugh. Mm -hmm. Nothing like a dog's purpose with the die. The dog. Oh, don't tell purpose. me. I cannot watch pup puppy movies. Like, <laughs> what is Chris's favorite Pixar movie? Oh my gosh. What is it? Um, okay, favorite Pixar movie. Um, I'm going to go with Wally. Sure. Yeah. Ding, ding. I would say Wally or um, Up. Or Luca are my like three things. Oh, yes, okay. I'd have to say Luca and Ratatouille are the best. Oh, Ratatouille. Ratatouille. Oh, Ratatouille. Ratatouille to choose. Okay, that's it. Maybe my top three or four. So that's good. <laughs> Chris, what is Clay's pet peeve? Um, he has a couple of them. One is when I do this uh, throat itching thing when my throat itches from allergies. I go, <laughs> it kind of sounds like a warthog. Um, so I would say that's one of the, that's probably one of my one of your pet peeves about me. That's one, yeah. Yeah. Okay. One of my pet peeves about him. <laughs> <not. laughs> okay, Clay, what is Nexo Chris wants to see on Broadway? Oh gosh. I know he would love to see six because his friend Adriana is in it. Um, the next show he wants to see on Broadway, like that's not on Broadway, or like the next show, the first show he wants to see. The first show, show he wants to see. Let's go with six. I think that's right. Ding, 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 ding. I'm nailing this game. Wow. <laughs> Chris, who is Clay's favorite gymnast? Simone Biles. Yes. I love Simone. <laughs> Clay, what did Chris eat the most of during the pandemic? Chips and salsa? No. No. <laughs> no. You have chips and salsa. Not much. I have. I mean, cookies, cookies and sweets for sure. But yes. Okay. No, chips and salsa is more of a you thing. Really? Yeah, I don't usually. <laughs> oh. I agree with the chips and salsa one. Yes. It? It's good. <laughs> Chris, what is Clay's favorite Disney ride? Oh, Tower of Terror. Ding, ding, ding. Oh, I want to go on that one so bad. Oh, you're going to love it. Clay, same question. 
Chris's favorite Disney ride is Space Mountain. Good job. You guys know you're Disney. I also want to go with that one. Oh, that's my favorite. I love it so much. They bring home the Ratatouille hat. He did bring home the Ratatouille hat. And he also brought me a lot of gifts too. He got, brought me a couple of Disney Woo-hoo! things. Ratatouille's yeah. the best. Yes, it's so cute. Clay, if you could cast Chris in any role, what would it be? Oh, make it good. <laughs> um, if I could cast him in any role, I would probably do Billy in 42nd Street. Yeah. I would want to see him tap and sing mm-hmm. and the like big showy numbers in that show, I would love to see him like just carry the stage. Mm-hmm. Chris, same question. <laughs> well, Clay doesn't love, his desire is not to play the lead in shows, even though he usually ends up playing parts in shows, like when he was Brooklyn and Newsies or Michael and Matilda or Chistery and Wicked, you know, he always ends up playing uh, parts with names. Um, but I would say I would cast him in The Nicest Kids in Town in Hairspray because he's always going to do that show. Thank yes. you. Yes. Clay, what would Chris be for your birthday? I mean Halloween. Also, <laughs> oh lucky. Yeah, I know. I on Halloween. It was a fun, a fun birthday to have as a kid because I would always go around and be like, when we're trick-or-treating, I'd be like, it's my birthday. And they'd be like, okay. And they'd give me extra candy. So like, <laughs> Smart. Um, who would you want to be for Halloween? Oh my gosh. Something Disney. We're always usually something Disney. Like we've been Tweedledee and Tweedledum. We've done. Ooh, um, you guys should do Luca and Alberto. That's Were you? Yeah. Then Luca and Alberto. Yes. <laughs> done. Ding, ding, ding. I was right. Thank you for the answer. <laughs> Time. Because we totally have a, totally have a clock. Totally. <laughs> 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 Yay. Chris and Clay, thank you so much for being on Two Kids, Two Kids on and a Broadway Star. Star. It's been so fun to have you guys. Oh my gosh, thank, thank you. you. That thanks, was so fun. Thanks what for letting us be your first, welcome. you know, uh, Broadway couple, couple on your show. That's pretty yeah. cool. Oh yeah, we're, we're honored. Yeah. <laughs> you guys hey. are so nice. Oh, ditto. Yeah, y'all are so fun to hang out with. Did I mention that I'm in love with you? And did I mention there's nothing I can do? And did I happen to say I dream of you every day? supports the ukulele kids club and we hope you'll consider making a donation of any size you can find the link to donate in our show notes any amount counts two kids and a broadway star is me Haley, and me ellie we started this podcast as a way to stay connected to the theater community during the shutdown and beyond you can follow us on instagram at two kids pod and on twitter at two kids bway and you can listen to all of our episodes on spotify apple Podcasts, and two kids broadway.com Please like and subscribe. Thanks for listening.